Welcome to the podcast from Gateway Baptist Church. You're listening to a message from our Mackenzie campus. Find us at gatewaybaptist.com.au if you'd like to connect with us as we seek to change lives by following Jesus in our community, our nation and our world. Even when the dark uh, comes crashing through, even when uh, you need someone to carry you, you will be found. Do you know this morning that uh, we have a God who actually goes looking for you when you're lost? We have a God who goes looking for you when you're lonely. You know, we have a God, do you believe this this morning? We have a God who goes looking for you when you're hurting and in need of healing. Do you believe that this morning? And this is the good news. When God goes looking for you, He will find you if you want to be found. He will find you if you want to be found. I want to tell a story this morning of uh, an ancient story of when the Son of God actually came to earth to go looking for those who are lost and lonely and hurting and he finds the most unexpected person in the most unexpected place. If you ever thought that someone was too far away from God to be found by God, you need to listen to this story. If you ever thought, you know, that someone is hurting too much to find healing in God, you're going to be surprised by this story. You know, if you ever thought that someone's needs were too great to actually find provision from God's people, then you're going to be challenged by this story. The story's in uh, Luke chapter 8. It's going to come up on the screen. It says this, When Jesus stepped ashore... He was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but had lived in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the impure spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had seized him, and though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, he'd broken his chains and he'd been driven by the demon into solitary places. Jesus finds an unexpected person in an unexpected place. He's homeless, he's naked, he's lonely, and he's chained up in a cemetery. He's the kind of person you don't want to run into. You know, for a long long time, for a long time, he's been running around town naked with no home to live in, chained up, scaring the villagers. They chained him up with the dead to keep him away from the living and to stop him from doing any more harm. He might have been homeless, he might have been lonely and naked, but he had a wicked mullet. (laughs) And he was incredibly strong because he kept breaking off the chains that held him. (laughs) Incredibly strong. If you ever thought someone was too far away from God to be found by God, have a look at this guy. I mean, if you, 
If you ever thought that you were too far away from God to be found by God, have a look at this guy. At least you managed to put clothes on before you came here this morning. I'm very grateful for it. You know, this guy, the community chained him up out of mind and out of sight. Out of mind and out of sight. But you see, we have a God who is not an out of mind and an out of sight kind of God. You know, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, actually came to earth to find you, to find all of us when we were lost and our relationship with God was broken. He came to earth so that we could be found in God. He could die, he would die in our place so that what once separated us from God was taken away and we could be found in relationship with God. There is no one who is too far away from God to be found by God. You know, in our community, there are many people today who are lonely, who are isolated. Many, many people today who are hurting, desperately in need of healing. I tell you, we are not an out-of-mind, and out-of-sight kind of church. God has not called us to turn a blind eye to those who are hurting in our community or around the world. God has called us as a church family now in five different places and we're actually celebrating Thanksgiving Day and our care ministries in four different places right now at this time today because we are a church who is not an out of mind and out of sight kind of church. We're a church who is not turning a blind eye to those with great needs in our community but we are a church who is going looking and reaching out to those who are lost and those who are hurting to help them find healing. Is that the kind of church that we want to be? No one is too far away from God to be found by God. That's what Gateway Care is all about, reaching out to those who are in great need and helping them to find hope and healing in Jesus' name. You know, Jesus finds unexpected people in unexpected places And Jesus has unexpected power to heal hurting people. Have a listen to what happens next in this crazy story. It is a way out, crazy story. It says, A large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs. And he gave them permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs. And the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake. And they were drowned. You know, this story sounds kind of spooky. It's a guy who is, you know, possessed by demons. They have power over him and they drive him into solitary places. They drive him into places he doesn't want to be. They drive him away from family, away from friends, away from community and away from God and he ends up somewhere he doesn't want to be. He ends up somewhere I don't think anybody ever wants to be. No friends, no family, no loving community, and no God. And even though the, you know, the, the story of, of demons sounds a little bit spooky, I think we all know the reality of an unseen powerful force that sometimes drives us to do things we don't want to do 
and we sometimes end up somewhere we don't want to be. Maybe you're here this morning and you're saying, you know, I work too hard, I drink too much, I love too little, I get angry too quick, and I really, really want it to change, but change is really hard. There seems to be this unseen power at work in my world, in my life, that actually drives me to do things I don't want to do, and I end up somewhere I don't want to be. Now, the really good news in this story is that these unseen powers of evil become beggars in the presence of Jesus. You see, you only beg when you realise you've got no power to control the situation. You no longer have any power over the person. And so they become beggars in the presence of Jesus because they recognise that Jesus has a power that is far greater than any other power that they've come across. And so the demons beg Jesus to send them into a herd of pigs and these pigs fly down a steep bank and into the lake and are drowned and this man is healed completely. Now we've got a bit of a saying, it's an old saying, you don't hear it as much anymore, when someone suggests something that's either very unlikely or unexpected to happen, we say, pigs might fly. It's sarcastic because we know that pigs can't fly. Like like if I said Ben, our well-respected youth pastor, could teach all of your teenagers to clean up their room without ever being asked, all the parents in the room might say, pigs might fly. You know, if I, the king of romance, (laughs) said to all the wives in the room, I can teach your husband to be romantic every day of the year without fail, you might say, you know, if I promised you this morning that I would never again in a sermon point out that my lovely wife Susan is significantly older than me, (laughs) you might say, pigs might fly. I mean... She's pretty whole, she's pretty hot for an old woman, but uh, <laughs> she's going to be a granny soon. She's going to be a hot old granny. <laughs> but I reckon, I, I, I reckon if someone said to this community, this crazy naked guy who's been running around town for a long time, after an encounter with Jesus, will be dressed and in his right mind, they might have said, Pigs might fly. If someone had a dared to say to that community, you know, this, this homeless guy who's been scaring the community for years will actually become the first missionary to ever share the good news about Jesus into a community that hasn't heard about him, that community might say, pigs might fly. This is a crazy thing. When Jesus is around, pigs start to fly. I mean, literally. (laughs) Literally, pigs start to fly down a bank and into the water, and a crazy guy gets dressed and in his right mind. When you have an encounter with Jesus, 
The unlikely becomes reality. When you have an encounter with Jesus, the impossible becomes possible. Pigs start to fly. You see, when Jesus is around, when Jesus is around, hurting people get healed. You know, when Jesus is around, lonely people who have been lonely for years get welcomed into loving community. When, when Jesus is around, miracles start to happen. Come on, do you believe that this morning? Do you believe that Jesus is a pigs might fly kind of God? When Jesus is around, what everybody said was impossible becomes possible. Our God, that's it. Our God is a miracle working God. You come and see me later, buddy. You can have one, all right? Our God is a miracle working God. In our community, there's many hurting people hurt by addiction, by rejection, by loneliness, by grief, by abuse, by neglect. And as we pray for the hurting, as we all welcome the lonely, as we accept the rejected, Jesus is still doing unexpected miracles in people's lives. Do we believe that this morning? Hey, can we say, can we say a big thank you to Mel who shared her story? Where's Mel? Mel's here somewhere. I don't know where she is, but I know you're here. Thank you, Mel, for sharing your story so bravely this morning. You know, Jesus finds unexpected people in unexpected places. He has unexpected power to heal hurting people. And Jesus has an unexpected plan. Jesus has an unexpected plan for people in need to find provision. Just have a listen to the end of this story. It says, when those tending the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off and reported this. I think you only need one of those chickens and reported this in the town and countryside. And the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who'd seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had become cured. You know, after this encounter that Jesus had with a naked, homeless man... He's now dressed and in his right mind. And we don't know how that happened. All we know is that when this man in desperate need has an encounter with Jesus and his followers, he not only has a new mind, but he has new clothes. And he has a new community. And he has a new relationship with God. Someone dressed him. Someone met his basic needs. And what we do know is that towards the end of his life, Jesus said, when I come again, one of the things that will be distinguishable about who my followers are is that they will feed the hungry, clothe the naked, they will care for the poor, they will welcome the stranger, and they will visit those that are in chains. This story is a pretty crazy story, but it's actually a picture of what Jesus' followers are called to do 
until he comes again to feed the hungry, to care for the poor, to clothe those who are naked and to visit those who are in chains. This is the unexpected bit. You're the plan to see all that happen. This is the unexpected bit. We're the plan. The local church today is God's plan to clothe the naked. And I tell you, you'd, you'd have to be naked to want to wear this, but uh, it's God's plan. It's we are the plan to actually feed the hungry. He are. And we're God's plan to care for the sick. When you're sick, you need extra strong and extra soft. No sandpaper. You know, we are the plan, people. This has always been God's plan. Jesus made it clear for us that the local church is the hope of the world. We are his plan to actually clothe the naked, to feed the hungry, to care for the sick. What we are doing here today is really, really important to God. I want to say again a big thank you to all of our volunteers who serve in our care ministries. Can we put our hands together for all of them? Now, this is God's plan, and it's why we're planting a care centre in every community where we plan a campus, so that people here at Mackenzie can find food for their family when they're in need. People down at Ormo can find clothes for their kids when they're going through tough times. People down at Logan, refugees down at Logan, coming to our country as strangers can be welcomed with open arms through CareWorks. People down at Redlands, as of today, can come in in stressful and troubled times and find someone who can counsel them in their time of need. And in the city, we've already started welcoming people through the doors. And in the days to come, we are going to be reaching out to those in great need in the city. When people in our communities in great need walk into our care centres, needing food, clothing, counselling, they're going to meet Jesus' followers who are going to introduce them to the one who can give them a whole new mind, a new heart, a whole new life. We are his unexpected plan for people in need to find provision. I really want to say a big thank you to all of you who are bringing red bags here today. This is really important. This is what God has called us to do to reach out to those in need in our community. We are the unexpected plan for people in need to find provision. And lastly, Jesus has an unexpected purpose for people in pain. This is incredible. The end of this story, this man has this encounter with Jesus. And it says, The man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with Jesus, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus had done for him. Naked, homeless, hurting man becomes the first missionary to be sent by Jesus to share the good news about Jesus in a community, to tell everybody else how much God had done for him. 
Jesus had an unexpected purpose for his pain that he'd endured. And whatever pain you're walking through right now, Jesus has a plan to use that for good. He's a God who's able to take all things and work them together for good. He is a God who, when others intend to harm us, he actually intends it for good. He has an unexpected purpose for people in pain. You see, when Jesus is involved, expect the unexpected. Expect naked, homeless, crazy guys to become dressed in their right mind. I mean, have a look at this man. You still got funny holes in your ears? No. Jesus didn't fix that? No. <laughs> in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Put your hands together for Ben. Put your hand up if you'd like to be the next youth pastor at Gateway. It's a great job. You know, when Jesus is around, expect the unexpected. Expect people far from God to be found in God. You know, expect people who are hurting to find healing. You know, expect people with big needs in times of trouble to find provision from God's people. And when Jesus is around, you know, expect even in the midst of your pain that he's got a purpose for you. He's got a purpose for every single one of you in this room. The question this morning for all of us is, have you been found by Jesus? You see, when he goes looking for you, he finds you. But the real question is, do you want to be found by Jesus? Are you here this morning and you're saying, actually, right now, I've got no God. I don't know God. Right now, I need some healing on the inside. You know, right, right now, I'm feeling lost and alone and separated from God. I promise you, Jesus Christ has come from heaven to earth to make a way for all people who are far from God to be found in God. That's his heart. Not one of you here in this room is too far away from God to be found in God. You see, Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High God, He actually came to earth. He wasn't just a good miracle worker. He wasn't just a good teacher. He wasn't just powerful. He was actually the perfect Son of God. He was the only one who could be the perfect sacrifice for your sins. At the end of His life, after He did all these powerful miracles, He went to the cross for His most powerful miracle ever. He took upon his shoulders all of your sin and all of my sin, all that once separated you from a relationship with God that made you lost from God. He died on your behalf. He took your punishment. He took your sin for you. He who knew no sin became sin for you. This is the crazy bit. Three days later, after his dead body, was put into some tombs, not dissimilar to where this man was found. His dead body was laid in the tombs. And when some women came to anoint his dead body 
on the third day. An angel turned up and said, why are you looking for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Jesus is alive. He overcame sin. He overcame death. He defeated the grave. And the same power that healed this crazy guy hanging around the tomb is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. And is the same power that He offers to every single one of us today who are hurting on the inside. He's a miracle working God. If this morning, this morning, just before we come and bring our red bags, you'd like to say, I need Jesus to find me. I'd love to lead you in a prayer. I'd love to lead you in a prayer that just asks Jesus to come into your life, not at a distance, but actually come into your life to actually forgive your sin and to actually become the one who will show you how to, how to live into the future. Become king of your life. Just going to ask everyone to close their eyes and bow their heads for a minute. If you're here this morning and you say, that's my day to pray that prayer. I want to be found in Jesus today. Whether you're young or old, if today is your day to say, yes, Jesus, I want you to find me. I want you to heal me. I want you to forgive my sin. Can I just get you just to raise your hand just for a moment and say, that's me. I want to pray that prayer with you today. Just stick your hand up just so I can see it. Bless you. That's awesome. Who else today say, that's my prayer today. Just stick your hand up just for a second, just so I can see it. Bless you. Good work. Good work. Keep going. Who else this morning would just say, my prayer. Bless you. Bless you. Come on. There's some of you who here are a little bit older and you're saying, I've been too far away from God for too long. I'm telling you, no one is too far away from God. You haven't been away for too long. Today, you can come close to God. Just stick up your hand and say, I want to be found with God today. Come on, just that's you. Just stick your hand up just for a moment. Up the back. Awesome. I see all those hands up there over the left. Anyone else here this morning? Bless you. that's you, just pray with me this morning. Father God, thank you. Thank you for always loving me. Thank you for never losing sight of me when I was a long way from you. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to find me. I ask today that you'd forgive my sin. You'd heal my brokenness. I choose to make you my king, to follow you from now on. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, can we just put our hands together and celebrate with all of heaven this morning? Someone on our welcome team would just love to connect with you if that was you this morning. We'd love to give you a Bible. We'd love to just give you some information to help you get going uh, in your relationship with God. So they're going to look for you. But if someone doesn't find you today and you prayed that prayer, please just go to our welcome desk out in the foyer and just say, hey, can I, can I get a pack just helping me understand what it means to follow Jesus? Someone would love to just give it to you today, free of charge, no obligation. Just take it. But this is a really important moment right now. 
in the life of our church every year. Where as a church community, we say, we are not gonna be an out of mind and out of sight kind of church. We're a church who's gonna reach out to those with great needs for another year. And together we're gonna bring all these red bags of food and household goods that are gonna bless people, gonna provide for people for the next year. Why don't we stand together? And whenever you're ready, it's gonna be a bit of shamozzle, but it's one of my favourite shamozzles of the year. Just come and just leave your red bags as a way of giving thanks to God for all He's done for you. Your heart is to be a blessing to other people. As Don and the team sing for us, just come. Leave your red bags up the front. Pray a prayer for those you might see on the screen. We hope you've been blessed by this message. If you've made a decision to follow Christ or would like us to pray for you, please go to gatewaybaptist.com.au and let us know.